Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode nine of the Amplify Yourself podcast. I'm Joe. <laughs> and I'm Jules. Totally caught off guard by the triple hello. I like it. It's better than recording what you and I both said before we hit record to get that out of our system. Yeah. Because we shut cuff. down as a podcast. You don't look at me and hear a triple hello when you, <laughs> that does not what popped in your head. I understand. <laughs> Everybody, thank you for joining us today. Episode nine. 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 One away from double digits. Super excited about that. And one away from our giveaway. Giveaway. Absolutely. So if you've been following us all along, thank you and welcome back. And if you're new, welcome. welcome. Today, we have actually a really cool topic that we're really excited to talk about. Jules. One of my favorites. Yeah. I'm going to talk about it for the past plus. Yeah. (laughs) Today, we're going to be talking about house hacking. House, that I want to shout it from the mountaintops. Shout it from the top of your four unit that you can house hack from. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. What so. is house hacking? Let's talk about house hacking. Guys, girls, listen, we talk about investing all the time. So many people think, like, oh, I don't have $100,000. I don't have $50,000. I said it in our last episode. I just got a guy into a duplex for like $13,000 total. Right. And I'm not saying that that's the case. You could get in for less. Okay. There are ways to, and it might cost you more, but house hacking is simply put buying an investment property, but using a loan as primary residence, which is typically a lower percentage loan. If you are going to go the traditional route of buying a place and not living in it, especially if it's commercial, you can't do it for commercial, right. but you're going to put 25% down. And we're not talking about like owner financing and there's other creative ways. We're talking about straightforward. Something's on the MLS, right? The multiple listing service. You're going to buy it. You're not going to live in it. A bank's going to say, okay, Mr. Smith, we want 25% down plus your closing costs. You don't have to do that. House hacking, you could use an FHA loan, three and a half percent. You could buy a building, a two, three or four unit, live in it and rent out the other units again three as an and offset half, three and a half percent down three and a half percent down property. the other units are your offset for your costs your operating costs everything oh, you know it's awesome yeah it's it's a great way for people because the number one question that we hear all the time or the number one statement we hear all the time right yep. is i totally would love to get into real estate but i, I don't can't have come up money. with the money yep where do i get the money yeah yeah i can't there's a lot of ways to get the money but this is a very good way that you you really don't have, you're not getting creative with it. Yeah, right. It's not like you're not networking, you're not marketing yourself, you're not nope. working for somebody building the experience and the reputation. You're this is a pretty cut and dry that you can do this as a primary residence. Yep. Like here's the guidelines from the bank and you do it and it yeah. offsets that and it, it's a very good way to Get your foot in the door on becoming a real estate investor. And one of my favorite things, I mean, there's so many things that are my favorite things about house hacking. I just, I can't stress it enough that the first thing I say to a buyer when they come to me, especially if I know them and I think they'd be good for it, I'm like, hey, you're, you're young. Or even if you're not young, you could be in your 50s or 60s and still house hack. But, um, uh, and I'm not, I'd also like to say if you're in your 50s or 60s, I'm not saying you're not young. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. Um, Foot in mouth syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can we delete that, please? So, I could, but I'm not going no, to. No, no, we're keeping it. Just like your triple hello to start the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but you, so we talk about enjoying life every day. I know people that are paying rents upwards of $2,000 a month right? $1,500 a month. How much is that costing you per month? As far as your time, how much do you have to work? How much do you have to make sure that you, you are able to make your rental payment? Well, what if I told you, you could own a place 
and either start earning money, making money to own the place, or like you said, the other units will offset the cost. And maybe you're going to own a building for two, three, four hundred $400 a month because units one, two, and three, or just the other unit are going to pay a bulk or all of your mortgage, right? There's no reason for everyone not to look into this. No. And when you sit here and we say offsetting, right? Some people might be thinking about, okay, well, you're offsetting the cost. Well, what are you talking about with that? You know, so breaking it down very simple with very generic numbers. If you're going to buy something that has a mortgage payment of a thousand dollars a month, but you are making in total rent, say it's a duplex, right? So you're bringing in 1500 a month from the other unit that's being rented. Yep. That means you have 1500 a month coming in. A thousand of that can offset your mortgage so that a thousand dollars can pay your mortgage. So you're not coming out of pocket with that. Mm-hmm. You have $500 a month left. So you also though have things like your utility bill, your annual taxes, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not escrowed, if your mortgage payment, you know, that's whatever we'll get into that. But yeah, just say your insurance on the building. If all of that is under 500 a month, then that unit, it covers all of your operating expenses. Offsets. So now you're living there for free. Yeah. Even if it if it costs you two thousand to actually own the building, but they're paying fifteen hundred a month, it's gonna cost you five five hundred bucks a month. a month. Six grand a year. Where can you live for six thousand dollars a year? Yeah. And the building is going to appreciate. And when you move out of your unit and you do this again, you get to rent out your unit. Right. So, so now 15, you have now effectively $3,000 coming yeah. in on your $2,000 mortgage. You make it 12 grand a year. Yeah. Well, Cause we're talking about doing this with anywhere from a two to four unit. Yeah. So if you're moving out, you're increasing your rent anywhere from 50 to 25%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though the guy I was talking about, obviously we'll never say names on this show. So if you, if you use us for anything, we'll never divulge your information, but the guy it's almost like a HIPAA law around. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, once you lose the trust, it's gone. So, the the guy that bought the the duplex he lives in the nicer unit right so like when when he uh, the rents i don't know i want to get too much into the numbers but you know his he pays about 400 bucks a month because it's 1200 for the other unit his unit is much nicer when he moves right. out he's going to be able to rent that for $1700 it is fully upgrade like to the wall it's beautiful not to mention he could probably upgrade the other unit after that person moves out, but that's a totally different episode about and when you hear numbers, obviously, you know, we're, we're in new England, we're in the upstate New York area. So don't say we're in new England. I don't want to hear about the Patriots one bit. Yeah, you crushed me with that we're comment. Very, this is New York. Not very new happy slash jet <laughs> fans right here, but still J-E-T. the reason I say that is because there could be people you know, that are listening to this, that are here in $1,700 a month. What the? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the different that's markets, a different market. Right? Yeah. So yeah, you're living in a garbage bin down in the city for 1700 And again, month. one of the big things that Jules just brought up that is beautiful about house hacking is the building of equity. Mm-hmm. The appreciation is what you brought up, but that translates to building equity as well. Yeah. And what happens is when you're house hacking and you're living somewhere and say you're there for five years, right? You bought it for a hundred thousand and five years later you've appreciated, call it 2% a year. Yep. Right. And then you've also paid your note down, say what, call it 15%. Okay. Yeah. Well, just for a round number, cause we can say it's $15,000. Yeah. You are going to have 
a chunk of change to where now you are going to be able to use that when you move out, you could refi yeah. or you could use a home equity line of credit. Yeah. As long building. as it's personal, as as it's, yeah, personal residence. Your, yeah. Or, or primary is. residence. Yeah. It's you can your, use a right. HELOC. He, HELOC for those who don't know is home equity line of credit. Right. You're effectively taking out money against the equity you have in your house. Joe is just referring to that. Um, if your house is worth 120,000 and you only owe 50, you can potentially take out $70,000 in a loan and you could go after another place. Exactly. So, so now when you, you know, you referred to moving out and having that unit rented, well, people might say, well, if I'm moving out now, I still have to come up with money for something else. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. That building helped you again. Right. And, and then think about like the, the, uh, the example earlier, uh, the guy who was paying 1500 or more per month. Now he owns a place. He pays $400 a month, or I think it's even less than that. That's 1100 or more per month that he can save, right? So you're looking at what, 13,000 more in, in just one year that he can save up for the next place while building equity, an appreciative asset, right? Asset versus liability. Asset makes you money. Liability loses you money. So you've got your asset. It's appreciating. You can pull out a HELOC against that or refinance in the future, but you're also saving so much money and I want you to save money, but it allows you to do other things. You're not house poor, right? You, we know people that are house poor, right? They, they tell us, they're like, Hey, you know, I can't wait to buy this next house. But like the last five years has been stressful because like making our mortgage payments been tough. You're like, no one should live like that. You should, you should be living. This is a totally different episode too. I, I truly believe that everyone should be living well below what they can live at. Don't buy the Audi, right? Get a Honda. Get the Honda CRV. Right. Don't have the four hundred thousand dollar house if that was your prequal. Buy a two hundred fifty thousand dollar starter home. You're, you're kind of spitting some words like David Ramsey now. I know over there. <laughs> but again, it's it goes back to the whole point of the podcast is to talk about ways to better yourself, personal growth, and one of those mm-hmm. things is to develop a life that not only you're happy with, but you're not stressed about. You know, so that's. I'm assuming, you know, I know that's what you're, you're talking to in that regard and what we would, we want everybody to be happy every day that they wake up and not stressed about, be happy about the life you're creating, not stressed about it. Yeah. To amplify yourself financially is really important. That personal growth, the amplification of your finances is important because I'll tell you, they say money doesn't buy happiness that. So when people say that, I, I totally agree. Don't get me wrong. I would never choose wealth over health, but I think when we're talking about making money and building wealth, we're also acknowledging with an asterisk that like, okay, obviously health comes first. Those other things come first to be happy. We're talking about that foundation is set. My family's healthy. We're all happy. Okay. uh, And now I want to build something even more. You remember the Chris Rock skit about money doesn't buy you happiness. You, you remember <laughs> yes, hearing that? Yes. He's like, you tell me money doesn't buy happiness. Yeah. You ever see someone on a jet ski, not smiling. <laughs> so yeah. the, there's it's so a tool. much. Yeah. It, right, it comes back right. down to it's important. The tool. It is important. Yeah. It's, it's definitely money doesn't buy happiness, but there's, it's just a tool, just like knowledge is a tool and just like experience yeah. is a tool. Everything we're talking about goes to just the overall picture of building a, a better life yeah. for you, your family, and for those people that are important in your life. And I think the the stress of finances is there for a lot of homes. And there are a lot of people living on thin ice. 
they if they were to lose their job just for a couple months or you know what whatever if they took a a, a sizable monetary hit not hundreds of thousands but just like a $20,000 hit that would sink their ship and i think although you have this it may be some happiness in the car you have and the in the house you have and everything it's it, there are a lot of people and i know this for a fact that in the back of their mind, they know that that house of cards could come crumbling down. So when we talk about amplifying yourself, that personal growth of building wealth, when we talk about house hacking, you are putting yourself in a financial position where you don't have to worry. You should be able to cover that car payment, your mortgage payment, other things in your life, and have a buffer room to save. Because when you get to a point, forget the jet ski, forget the yacht, all that sort of stuff. When you get to a point where you know you could take a financial hit and it it wouldn't be fun. I'm not saying you'd like it, but you could take it off the chin and then get right back up. That's a really good feeling. That's a feeling of happiness. Yeah. Less stress means happier. Absolutely. Right? And that everybody listening to this. your shoulders is yeah. removed. You Especially know. if you have kids. You 100%. and I both know. You want to know that you're, you know, people that are important to you yourself, everyone is taken care of in case of, God forbid, there's something going on. Yeah. You know, so that's definitely a benefit you know, to house hacking, there's a ton of other benefits too. you know, even all the way down to there's things that it can do for you with taxes or whatever, you know, I'm not an accountant. I'm not going to get into that. Everyone's going to do their own research. You're going to figure it out, but there's a lot of really cool things with house hacking. And I know that when we talked about some people that are in the community, we talked to friends before we even filmed this episode, we let them know like, Hey, this is what we're going to be talking about. And everyone said the same thing. They're like, Oh, do you know anyone that's ever done that? You know, so in the future, we are actually going to bring on a couple people who have house hacked to yeah. tell you, we can tell you the concept of it. I've never actually house hacked before. I've never done that personally. Yep. So to bring somebody on that has done that, that's going to be able to speak from it firsthand. That's something that I'm definitely excited to do. And I know a lot of people in the community have already expressed their interest in that as well. Yeah. And I, so I, I'll tell everybody right now, my wife and I inadvertently house hacked. Because, and I'm not going to tell the whole story, but we ended up moving out of our first home in Menans, right? We bought this house for like 190000 And when we moved out, we rented it out. We had lived in it for a couple of years. And, and just so everyone's clear, you there are stipulations on if you use a primary residence loan for a single family home. And then you got to talk to the lender because they may say like, well, you can't move out after a month, right? right? Time due on, time. Yeah. Uh, due on, uh, what is it? Do do on clause? Well, oh, geez, I can't think of the name now. Now, now I can't think of it. But um, definitions were in last episode. Yeah, where you know a bank can come back to you and say, "I I need you to pay the full note in thirty days." Something right. scary like that. But we had lived in it well past the one year mark, and then we ended up renting it out. So again, we didn't put twenty five percent down. We used an FHA loan, three and a half percent, and then we owned it. We lived in it. We loved it. And we started a family in it. And then after that, we said, "Hey, instead of selling this." Our mortgage payments like twelve fifty a month. We could rent this out for two thousand dollars a month because it's a North Colony property, right? And I go, I looked at Manny, go, we're not selling this. <laughs> we're renting this bad boy out. So you're talking, you're listening to a house hacker right here. And when we first bought, I was not in real estate at all. I was not licensed. I was a special ed TA at Nisky, right? And like, I I wasn't in it at all. Then I got my license, became a realtor, and I, you know, you start thinking differently. And I was like, whoa, we got. We we house hacked. Look what we did. <laughs> yeah. We accidentally house hacked. <laughs> so house hacking, one of the many things 
in real estate investing, a very good way, again, to get into real estate investing. And it's so simple that sometimes you don't even know you're doing it to yeah, do it apparently, right. right? So hopefully everyone out there that was interested in it now has a little bit more information or at least some direction on where to go and some things to look into. And again, we're always here to answer questions. And if we don't know the answers to them, we'll point in the direction of where you can go to find them. So yep. thank you everybody for joining us for today's episode. We're super excited for next week's episode because right. what is next week jules the giveaway baby episode 10 comes next week episode 10 is next week's gonna be our first giveaway so with that being said what i want everybody to do is to go to our facebook page everyone listen to this now this is how you are going to be entering in the giveaway you're going to go to our facebook page and you're going to leave a comment and let us know what episode has been your favorite episode to listen to so far well, out of the first 10 and leave an idea of something you want to hear about in the future and tag two people because we're always looking to build that community. We're yeah. always looking to bring new people in and we're super excited to grow this and it's been growing at a very fast rate, which is awesome. Yeah, let's build a community. So with that being said, that is gonna be how you enter in the giveaway. I'm gonna also put a description a little write-up in the description on how to do that. And then next week, we'll let you know what the actual giveaway is. You're going to be entering in. And uh, episode 10, we're going to be choosing our winner. So I love it. Super excited. Thank you for joining us today, guys. We're very excited to grow the community. And as always, don't forget. Baby, bye, bye, bye. You said hello, hello, hello. So I had to say bye, 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 like Backstreet Boys. Come on. That was, that was horrible. <laughs> horrible you want me to get my singing voice out i'd like you all to right put i'll it leave away. you with the normal i'd like you to put your singing voice away don't get it out joe make sure you amplify yourself baby 